0: Old bloke goes up the Trossachs. Getting out and into nature has got to be one of my favourite things. The rustle of leaves, the patter of raindrops, the wind in your face. Aye, and I'll come back to that one later. These are just some of the things you can expect to find in one of Scotland's most celebrated scenic areas. But if someone says they're going to take you up the Trossachs, you may get a little more than you bargained for. i definitely got lots of rustling leaves as we ended up in Glenfingless Forest. We also experienced more than our fair share of raindrops, but it was the wind that got me by surprise. My better half and myself had barely stumbled up our first wooden slatted walkway when an unexpected gust sent something big, jaggy and extremely painful straight into my left eye. Immediately doubling in pain, my yelps and screeches of sheer agony must have been heard all the way back in Avarfoil. Ah, oh yeah, get it out, I whimpered. Oh, for goodness sake, it's tiny, she muttered, searching her many pockets for a scrunched-up hanky. I can't see, it's utter agony, I wailed. Try childbirth, she muttered, spitting on her slightly used bit of scrunched-up bog roll. Oh, ah, ee, jeez, I continued. You think it was ten sixty six and your name was Harold. Stand still and look up at the sky, or I won't be able to fish it out. My mind went back to my childhood, when my dad would literally lick my eyeball, if a fly or a bit of dirt got in there. Mingin, I know, but he generally extracted any object quickly and fairly painlessly. Anyway, yes, I'd wandered no more than a hundred yards from the Woodlands Trust collection tin when the very trees that I'd just donated my loose change to had attacked me. Maybe I hadn't given them enough. You see, it was a silver birch seed that gave me one of the most unpleasant couple of seconds of my life. Who would have thunk it? Onward and up the high road we climbed, through Rob Roy country, right into the heart of the Trossach's triangle. You know, between Aberfoyle, Calendar and Inverannan. There's all sorts of tales around Rob Roy McGregor. Was he a thief? A Robin Hood type character? We do know he took part in the Jacobite uprisings of 1689 and 1715. He became a cattleman after that and got into debt and was branded an outlaw. He's one of those characters that seems to pop up all over the area here. Not quite as bad as Mary Queen of Scots, however, who seems to have slept in every castle in Scotland. She must have been knackered traipsing about the place. Anyway, we eventually reached the falls of Inglis and we read a wee plaque that told us all about a poet and writer called John Ruskin who posed for a painting by the churning waters but ended up short of one wife. You see, apparently after seven years he hadn't consummated his marriage and during the time it took to slap his image onto some canvas the artist involved moved in on his wife. He doesn't seem to have be been that bothered though, because he divorced her and his wife ended up marrying the artist. Ah well. Back down the low road to the Glen we went and eventually ended up in Brig of Turk, or Brig-O-Turk it is really, where we feasted in curry, fish and beer. All was good with the world, until my better half noticed the toasted oats on top of my pudding, and strangely brought up the subject of toenail clippings. Disgusting, she moaned. It's granican, I explained. Toenails, she repeated. I found them behind the bath. Oh, sorry, I said, but they might not have been mine. Oh, aye, they were. Well, I said, I hope you're keeping them safe. That's DNA you've got there. If I snuff it and science moves on a wee bit, there'll be enough material there to clone me. Bring me back exactly as I am right now. You're minging, she replied. Aye, maybe. Well, she said, they're in the bin. She emphasised the word bin. I didn't think that was very nice. Oh well, back we went, past some wee blue flowers called Devil's Bit, through lots of autumnal blooming Ling heather, and under the branches of those deadly silver birch trees, back to the safety of the car and the road that would eventually wind its way out of the Trossachs Triangle. Having walked 6.5k, I decided to give the running a miss for today. I'll do a wee 5k in the morning. Try and counteract that lovely creamy whisky and raspberry flavoured crannikin. Now, how do you make crannikin, I hear you ask. Well, firstly, Try not to think of nail clippings and toast a handful of oatmeal in a hot pan. Once it's got a nice nutty smell and it's nicely warmed through, remove and put to one side. Then whisk up some double cream, enough to fill two wee tumblers. Squash about 10 raspberries and mix through the cream. Add three teaspoonfuls of honey and three teaspoonfuls, or if you want, tablespoonfuls of whiskey. Mix half the oatmeal into the creamy mixture. Share between the two tumblers. Then sprinkle the remainder of the oats over the top of each portion. Then, aye, then dig in. As a wee reminder, Old Bloke Goes Running, which has even more Old Bloke recipes in there, is now available in paperback via Amazon or your local bookshop or your library or on Audible or Kindle. It's been featured in BBC Scotland, The Scotsman, The Sun, and they said it was hilarious, which was nice. If you want a signed and dedicated copy, get it straight from my website. That's even better. All the W's, PaulMurdoch.co.uk. You can contact me via my website too. If anyone's listening, many thanks. Ciao for now.